Thank you for downloading the Inspirational Women of Portsmouth podcast. My name is Shamila Dana, and I am the lead podcast interviewer for Pomozi. Pomozi Creatives hosts the Inspirational Women of Portsmouth project, and this series spends some time with inspirational women who were nominated for the 2021 awards. She could see into my soul. Here with me today is Gemma. Gemma has been nominated in the category of Inspirational Role Model for this year's Pomozi's Portsmouth Inspirational Women's Awards. Gemma has spent her life nurturing and caring for children with special requirements. She's passionate about her job and the children she cares for. She's kind-hearted, caring and loving. She's talented in many aspects of her life. This year has thrown some really challenging times her way and the strength, courage and bravery shown whilst maintaining a smile is overwhelmingly admirable. Welcome, Gemma. Hello. Well, nice to meet you. Tell me more about <coughs> yourself. Um, I'm Gemma, obviously. Um, I work in a special needs school with children who have um, moderate learning difficulties, autism, behavioural, um, a range of disabilities. And I've worked in that school for... Um, many, many, many years. Um, I actually don't know how long because it's been so long. Um, I was a student there and I was lucky enough to get offered a job after I had done my MVQ Level 3. Um, and I've just been there ever since. I love it. I'm passionate about it. Um, every day I get up with a smile on my face. I want to go to work. Um, and I do all I can and the best I can in my job. Um, I just find everything about autism amazing. It's like undoing a little puzzle piece and finding those bits of connections and then unlocking Pandora's box and then once you get the communication and they come to you with a symbol or something like that, it's just amazing. So I just love my job. Um, I've also um, been dancing for three years at Neptune Girls, which I absolutely love. I've met many friends. Um, previous to that, I danced when I was, I think, three years old. I did ballet, tap and modern. Um, but as an adult, there isn't anything out there. Um, and then I came across Neptune Girls and just really wanted to join. Um, went for a class and just never left. Um, I've worked through a lot of the lockdowns. And how have you managed to remain motivated and positive during lockdown? I think what's made me feel positive and get through each day is going into work and seeing my friends that I work with and working with the children I work with and making their day a lot easier because I think if I can make their day as normal as I can and make them go home with a smile on their face, then I've succeeded that day and I, then I will do the next day. So that keeps me going every single day. Um, because I think if I didn't have work 
and go to work, I think that I would struggle being at home all the time. So for me, I like to get out and help. Um, that's what I like to do. So anything I can do to help, I will. So yeah, I enjoy everything about it. I work in um, I work in uh, a place where they do like holiday clubs and things like that. So I've been doing that as well through lockdown. There was a club opened. I did that as well. Um, so I do a range of things. I put myself down into a pharmacy as well, so then I could deliver medications and things to people. So anything I can do, I will try and do. That's fantastic. Yeah. And you've been nominated in the category of inspirational role model. Do you have a role model yourself? Um, my dad was in hospital back in April. He had a brain hemorrhage um, which was very bad. Um, we were told that he may or may not be here the next day, so it was quite scary. And you automatically want to go and be with your loved one, um, but we couldn't because of COVID, which was so tough. And I know a lot of people have had that situation where they can't be at the hospital bedside. Um, so it was basically waiting for phone calls all the time, morning and night. Um, and I think that was really tough because, you know, you can Skype and you can video call, but when you see someone in intensive care and you're just watching them, it's really, really difficult. And I think I found that very hard. Um, but I wanted to see him. So it was a real hard way to, yes, I do want to see him, but, you know, it, it's just really tricky. Um, and every day it was like you would get over one hurdle and then he developed pneumonia, so it was another hurdle. So each day you were sort of waiting for that phone call. Um, but he was about 15, 14 days in, on a ventilator. Um, and then eventually he got taken off and they reduced his sedation. And I remember that day we sat for two hours waiting and they said, you know, would you like to talk to him? And we were like, yes, yes. And he spoke for the first time, and we didn't know whether he would know our names or anything. So he just, he opened his eyes and he said, Gemma, Charlotte, which is my sister's name. And he did a love heart with his fingers. And I think that just made me feel like, you know, he's got his, you know, he can do that, which is amazing. And it just, oh, it was amazing to see him just progress and Southampton Hospital and the Neuro team are just amazing. And do you know what? He was so determined for us all to come out of that hospital, and he did. And today, he now drives, he's back at work. The consultant can't believe how far he's come, because it usually takes, he's like more ahead than anybody else with what he's had wrong. And I just think he's my inspiration, because he pushed past, he was positive, he kept going, and look at him now. So, yeah, he never gave up, and I think that's that's amazing. That is exceptionally, <laughs> exceptionally inspiring. Massively inspiring, and I believe that if you want to do something, you'll do it. And I, and he did. He believed he would, he would be okay, and that's all we needed as a family. And I think someone up there was watching us on, and looking down, and they said, you know, you're going to be all right. You're going to be fine. And, yeah, he's here and he's just amazing, walking, talking, remembering everything. So you couldn't answer anything else. 
Wow, Gemma. And and during all of that, you were still going to work? Yeah, I didn't work for about, I would say, um, two months. And then I eventually, because I stayed with my mum, because she needed that support. Um, but eventually I did go home and then I went back to work. And yeah, I went back full time and yeah, worked. I did. Yeah, so... That's yeah. fantastic. And how powerful do you think kindness is? I think kindness is the best power you can ever have because if you're kind to everybody and you're kind to yourself, I think that's all you can be in life. And if everybody was kind, the world would be a much better place. I totally agree. A massively better place. And do you have any uplifting words for any of our listeners who are thinking I'm not in a really good space and how will how how do I see the end of this dark tunnel I'm in I would say be strong things will get better and I believe that and never give up never give up because there is something out there and someone will help you or lift you up or friends um but yeah just never give up because there is hope and there is someone out there for you absolutely Definitely. and do you think um or let me rephrase the question how how important is it to have human connection because in the role that you're doing working with children that have special requirements Life still continues for these children. And in as much as our lives have all sort of looked different for the past 12 months, reflecting on my own journey um, throughout COVID and throughout my own life experiences, I've found that human connection is something that we all need. We can't live in isolation, locked down in, 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 in a home What's your experience or your take on the importance of having human connections, human conversations? I think it's very important and I didn't realise it until we were in lockdown and we weren't able to see our loved ones and our friends because I, I'm a bit of a social butterfly and I do like to be around others and I think others make me feel confident and I feel like not having that has probably made me feel less confident in some ways because usually you'd have your friends go oh come on we'll do this today we'll do that today and I think you have a lot more thinking time which sometimes isn't always good because you if you had so much to do and you're out all the time and you were seeing other people you wouldn't have time to think so I do feel like I do and I think everyone does need other people to help them and pick them up I really believe that. And I think we shouldn't take anyone or anything for granted. And that's what I believe now, massively, out of all of this. I think it will make people think a lot more about how much they've missed everyone and their families. Definitely, definitely. Would you say that's one of, one of your lessons that you've learned throughout this pandemic? Massively, it has. It's, it's made me realise um, how important my family and my friends are, definitely, because, you know, I know I can phone them up, I know I can FaceTime, but it's that a hug or 
you know, just being next to someone and just, you know, being there for others. I think that that's what we need. And I think out of all of this, we'll look back and just realise how important that is. Definitely. Definitely. And what are your future aspirations? Where, If I had to interview you in the next two years or five years... What would be your ideal situation? Oh, um, I think to still be kind and happy and just to be excited in what I do and maybe go on holiday, maybe travel a bit, I don't know. It would just be nice to go abroad, I think. Um, I think still, probably still working in special needs because I really do enjoy it because... That is where my passion is, um, and I do enjoy every single minute of it. Um, so yeah, still working in special needs, definitely. That's what I'll be doing. That will be me, <laughs> definitely. Well, it's been lovely to talk with Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> it's been lovely to to hear all the kind acts that you're doing and the passion that you have for the young people that you're working with. What stays with me is you saying, you know, in the next few years, what you'd still like to have is have, having maintained being a kind person and being who you are and doing what you love doing. And I applaud you, Gemma. I applaud you for all the work you're, done, you're doing. And I'm not surprised that someone has has nominated you as an inspirational role model. I think the world needs a lot of role models like yourself because kindness is free, laughter is free, happiness is free. All these things are there. And sometimes it's it may seem difficult for someone to get them, but they are there. And with people like you in Portsmouth and in workplaces and wherever someone meets Gemma, you will sprinkle that kindness. And I thank you for that. Thank you very much. Thank, thank you, you Gemma. Ever so much.